This week's episode of If I Was a Betting Man is brought to you by Draft.com. Do you like fantasy sports but don't want to commit to a whole season? On Draft, you play live snake drafts with other people, just like in a season-long league. Drafts last for just one night, and once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire, just set it and forget it. And the best part, play for cold, hard cash and get paid out the next day. Drafts start from just $1, so there is a draft for everyone. And all If I Was a Betting Man listeners get a free entry into a real money football draft when you make your first deposit. Just use the promo code BETTINGMAN. That's right, play a real money game for free just for using the promo code BETTINGMAN when you make your first deposit. Search Draft in your app store or go to Draft.com and enter the promo code BETTINGMAN today. This week in the NFL, Week 10 Recap, the Rams edge out Seattle. The Cowboys take down the Super Bowl champs, and Tom Terrific was not enough for the lowly Titans and the Saints and Chiefs roll. Plus, Carmelo Anthony is being pushed out of Houston in NBA news, and Le'Veon Bell does not report in Pittsburgh. And an email from friend of the podcast, Jay Saul, this week on If I Was a Betting Man! Vinny! Hey. We're back on Facebook this week with Look at our. That. It's been a while. It's been a long time with our brand new uh, betting man audio visual equipment. It looks nice. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, we're in the betting man loft. I uh, did not tidy up very much. Uh, Doesn't look that bad. No, thank you. Uh, it's cold outside. It is cold outside. Yeah. And apparently it's cold inside too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little cold. I'm just cold. You know, I hate this time of year. Yeah, we just when is global warming really going to happen? It's happening. Well, it's not happening today. Well, it's happening in different parts of the country. Well, you know what? Maybe I need to go to those parts of the country. I don't think you want to be in California right now. <laughs> I think you know you got to wear a couple pairs of socks, but it's better than literally burning to death in a car yes you're right about that <laughs> got you there <laughs> you got me there uh all right so let's let's get right into it um for me the uh are you watching live on facebook no <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you're gonna be uh just giggling to yourself as your friends comment throughout uh, i don't know if i have any more friends I'm is that right that. yeah you're running low on friends yeah, I think I'm heat's off low. Friends are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. Uh, all right. So to me, right now, there are four contenders in the NFL. All right? You got four. I'm going to go with four. Okay. I'm going to say Saints as the best team right now. Yes. With Rams, the Rams right behind them. Right behind them. Chiefs. And then I'm going to put the Steelers in at fourth. Okay. And I think uh, as much as I hate the Patriots now because of AJ, we'd have to go five. Yeah. Honorable mention. Honorable mention to the Patriots because somehow they could still make it. Absolutely. Yeah. But those are the four. And it's funny, at the beginning of the season, I don't think we would have included the Chiefs or the Steelers in there. No. And the Saints, we would have maybe definitely not thought we're going to be the best team. Uh, I think the Saints we definitely had up there. We had them up there, but we had them up there. I think the Rams were considered alone. At the, we figured at with Camaro coming back, hell, for sure. Know, I think the Saints were up there, but I mean, there was a lot of talk about uh, Breeze being on the decline, and that has not been the case. That is not the case. He is right now uh, on pace to be the MVP. That is correct of the NFL. I honestly, I, I think 
it's going to be very difficult for him to lose at this point. Um, so let's run through real quick week 10. Um, obviously, you won the bet because, because you, you were foolish enough to bet the Patriots. You call you called the Titans uh, game. You I said to bet. You, you said that on the money line. You I said did? they were going to beat them outright without the points. <laughs> Somehow, a, the world must be ending because I'm actually getting things right this year. <laughs> you're getting things. I mean, you're cold and your friends are gone, but you're finally <laughs> winning I'm some finally money. Winning some. <laughs> it's all I ever wanted. It's all Who needs want. friends? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, just throw some of that uh, hard-earned cash in the bed. That'll keep you warm. <laughs> yeah. So um, much of it. So, and the other thing that uh, I called was that uh, Atlanta was going to... Uh, yeah, she did. ...catch a beating. Um, that being said, the Steelers killed the Panthers. That was a great game. It was a great game. It's, I, you know, I like the Panthers. I'm rooting for Cam Newton. They do not look good. They're they look like they're going to be lucky to limp into the playoffs right now. Uh, I think you you're overreacting over one game. I just think the Steelers that was a a, a Thursday night game. The Panthers on the road. I still think the Panthers are going to be decent in the NFC. I just think the Steelers right now are just clicking on all cylinders. They Steelers have a ton of weapons. They don't Panthers, care where Le'Veon Bell is. No, the and Panthers they clearly don't have enough weapons, despite having a incredible running back in Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Um. Steelers domination. I don't think that was, you know, a lot of people are going to predict that. Uh, Fitzmagic uh, took the week off um, as the Redskins beat the Buccaneers. Um, the Redskins are one of those teams where it's like very difficult. It's it's impossible to predict what's going to happen. Their favorite. They they're the underdogs this week. Uh, I think at home, right? Yeah, Houston's favored by three and a half in Washington. So, Which I, I like that spread. I think Houston should be favored. I mean, they won how many in a row now? Six? Six, and they're coming off a bye. Coming off a bye. I don't know. That means Bill O'Brien really has a game plan in place, so they yeah, may boy. They yeah, may choke for Bill O'Brien. is just... Can't stand him. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Cardinals, although the Cardinals played well. Um, they finally used their you know top four running back uh, to some success. Um, of course, they were not going to beat the Chiefs. Um, but they the, played well. The Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs. Their defense. The, the Cardinals' Chiefs, defense looked good. They did, but the Chiefs' defenses looked a lot better. Uh, I just think, you know, that was more of a letdown game for the Chiefs than anything. And but they still came out. They took care of business. On to uh, it was was supposed to be Mexico City, but on to L.A. Back to L.A. Back to L.A. for that game. Did you see what that uh, the field, field looked, looked like? like? Yeah, it looked awful. It looked terrible. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing down there. I mean. We're not going to make that joke. We're not going to make that obvious joke. Okay. <laughs> I was going to make it. No, nope, we're not, not going to make, make it. it. We're not going to make that obvious joke. <laughs> oh, I thought on. of it right when I saw the headline, and I was like, nope. <laughs> come on. Nope, I'm better than that. Are you? I'm better than that. Okay, I won't make it. Uh, if I made it a bad Italian joke, can I make that joke? No, you could only make a bad Italian joke. Okay. You could only make a bad... Glad something. to have Josh back, by the way. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Josh running the camera... The brand new betting man camera. It's very exciting. It is. Things are changing. Um, I tidied up the couch. It's great. That's Every, nice. Everything's going great. Great. Uh, the Bills pounded the Jets. And they came out. It was so funny. The Jets came out and were like, we're not going to fire Todd Bowles until the end of the season. We're not going to fire. <laughs> it's like, it, literally, they came out and everybody was like, is Todd getting fired tomorrow? They're like, listen. Jets are used to getting pounded. Todd's, <laughs> Todd is safe. Until the end of the year. <laughs> it's just like, 
Oh man! Only the Jets would uh, give that guy a three-year contract after the year, and and <laughs> yeah, and now they're gonna fire him, and yes. there's just money gone, gone. Um, and the Bills have a new uh, starting quarterback for the foreseeable future. I mean, until until the other kid is uh, healthy. Yeah, Barkley. 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 Till till Allen comes back. Yes. Uh, the Colts beat the Jaguars. Colts are coming on. I don't think either of us picked that. We didn't. I uh, I definitely thought the Jaguars would uh, would would win that game, but it's just proven. If you give Andrew Luck even a little bit of time in the pocket, what he can do. I'll tell you what. And it, and you know what? The same thing would go for Eli. If you just gave Eli a little bit of time in the pocket, you know he could do something. Well, let's let's save that for a minute. Um, and Fournette came back this week, played well, and uh, Luck was Luck has weapons. What's yeah. that? Who's that? What's that tight end's name? Uh, Doyle. Yeah, no. Uh, Jack Doyle. Yeah, Doyle. Yeah. He has weapons. No, he has he has a few weapons. The, the line is playing, giving him a little room. And the Jaguars, I don't know. The defense has taken a step back, which was surprising. I listen. We could blame it on Blake, but Blake scored twenty eight points last week. The defense is giving yeah. up a lot of points. Yeah, I think uh, they're struggling to come up with the a game plan at this yeah. point. Um, Bears beat the Lions. No surprise there. Uh, Trubisky's looked good now for a couple weeks. He has. He's a great fantasy pickup if anyone uh, could still pick him up. Um, the Saints dominated the Bengals. The Bengals, uh, I'll tell you what. I, <laughs> do you love how Marvin Lewis is like, well, you I, know what I need to do? I need to bring in New Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, New Jackson's going to gonna make sure that that defense is going to be okay when New Jackson is supposedly an offensive guru. He's a, he's a, completely an offensive guy. He They say in 2013 he played, uh, he was the secondary coach for a few months for the Bengals. So I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on there. To me, that is nuts. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe, <laughs> I mean, Marvin Lewis is the master at keeping that job. I mean, this, with nothing to show for it. I mean, we've talked about this many times, but Honestly, if he has the job next year, I just I don't understand what he's saying in that interview where they're like, "What happened this year, Marvin? Marvin, what happened?" And he's like, "You know what it was? I brought in Hugh Jackson." Well, he's gonna he's gonna say it's on the defense that the defense got hurt. We were playing well. He'll be there next year if he gets the nine wins. They'll keep him. I can't believe it. It's crazy to me. Uh, the Titans, as we said, pounded the Patriots. Oh, that was so nice. Tom, terrific. Couldn't get it done. It was nice. It's it's good to see the Titans actually uh, get a win together here. Uh, Listen, they're playing well. Mariota's been playing a little bit better. Uh, supposedly, him and the offensive coordinator at the beginning of the year were having a, a, a bit of an issue where Mariota's not the type of guy who says no. You know, he's pretty like he's a good guy. So even if he didn't believe in a play, he, he just went, went along. And finally, it was like, no, actually, this play's not working. Like, I don't want to do this play. And they've come to a great communication. And it seems like that team is starting to play really well. We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think that uh, too much is going to happen, but I guarantee you Mariota is going to be the quarterback in the Titans next year. Um, Browns beat the Falcons. Nick Chubb, the mighty Nick Chubb. I mean, it's crazy. Was that his uh, fourth touchdown this year of over 90 yards? Yeah. He's got, the, he's got the franchise record for longest touchdown run, um, which I think he set like a month and a half ago. And again, breaks a huge play, um, dominates, makes the Browns look good. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, the that the Jets are the most likely landing spot for Le'Veon Bell, but the second most likely landing Is spot I've Texans. heard, oh, it was the Browns. Oh yes, I saw the Browns all over the place. Yeah, so not anymore. 
No, I don't think. I mean, if they're going to get the the value out of second round pick Nick Chubb, why are you going to give a forty million dollar contract no. for three years to Le'Veon Bell? I've been hearing a lot about the Texans that you know the Texans are going to try to do what the, maybe the Rams did is is be like, you know what, we got a, a good rookie quarterback on the contract with that rookie contract, right? Let's put some more pieces in play with him with Bell and really go for it. Yep, maybe we'll see that. Um, that would be a really good move for the Texans and would probably keep uh, that idiot Bill O'Brien. <laughs> it's getting... <laughs> I don't know why you hate Bill O'Brien so much. You know why? Because of the uh, the hard knocks when they did the Texans, uh, was it last year? I just did not care for him. I don't know. I don't really watch hard knocks. It's well, great. It's not my show. You know what I watched today? I watched the uh, the HBO Sports uh, 24-7 on the Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, 9 oh, million that match. must be really... I honestly, I have never seen Phil Mickelson in uh, interviews before. He's awesome. Yeah. He Why is, wouldn't you like he, Phil Mickelson? I didn't dislike him. I, I just, I was like, oh yeah, Phil Mickelson, he's still around. And to watch him in interviews, no wonder he, the press adores him so much. How, how were the Tiger interviews? Great. It's great that those two get along now, because for a long time they didn't. I mean, you know what it was, was when Tiger was going through... And I urge everyone to watch that HBO special. It's really good. When Tiger was going through all of it, the hardship. Wow, these close-ups on you are scary. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we got to blame our makeup guy, <laughs> Josh. Josh, I need a little bit more pancake. Over I mean, there. I definitely could use some makeup. Um. Anyway, <laughs> thanks. Now I'm a little self-conscious. <laughs> what? What was that, Josh? Keep it, no. <laughs> Get in there. I embrace it. I embrace it. Get in there. Hopefully, it's not like a nose hair that uh, <laughs> needs to be wrangled. Nah, you look great. Thanks. It's that, it's that Yankee hat. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, what the hell was I talking about? Phil, Phil Mickelson is genuinely funny. He's a competitor. Like, I'm going to watch. It's a pay-per-view thing. Yes, it is. I'm going to watch it. Oh, no, totally. I can't wait. I want to hear the the shit talking and everything else. They showed a great <laughs> they showed a great clip of, of a tournament when they were introducing Tiger years ago, mm-hmm. and they uh, they start listing Tiger's championships. Literally, it goes on for like thirty seconds. Oh, this, yeah. this woman is like saying all this stuff, and he's matched with Phil, and it's the last day. And Phil goes, "All right, all right." While the woman is still announcing his championships, it's hilarious. You got to watch that HBO. Uh, Special, and then I would also recommend watching uh, the match Thanksgiving weekend. All right. who, who do you got for that? I'm going to go with Tiger. Good. I'll take Phil. Cool. That's fun. Um, Chargers, Raiders. Well, I mean, the Chargers just took care of business. The Raiders, I believe, are tanking. Oh, and you believe? <laughs> I believe. I'm going to go out on a limb. <laughs> Vinny, uh, listen. <laughs> I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say that I believe that the Raiders are tanking and I'm not sure why. Maybe they're going to trade that first round pick. No, they're going to keep those. John Gruden's going to look like a genius in, in six months. 100%. He's going to have three first round picks in the top 20. Good for John Gruden. The Raiders were going nowhere. They're not going to have a quarterback. They got to sign a quarterback. What are they going to do? Well, I mean, technically, Carr is signed for the next four years. They gave him and the Technically, big he is not good. That's not true. He's bad. He uh, is really bad. Andrew Luck looked bad last year with no line. I think Carr is still a good quarterback. I don't think so. He has a good chance he's a giant next year. 
Ugh, bummer. But bummer. The Giants look good this week. All right, well, let's get to that. All right, uh, Rams-Seahawks. Uh, the Rams barely eked out a win against a Seahawks team that seemed to know how to beat the Rams. Yes, but the Rams still got it done. I mean, that's all that matters. They're 9-1. and one. They're looking great. The Seahawks have a big game this week against the Packers. I think they're going to win that game. Me too. Um, the Seahawks looked really good. They ran the ball really well with that Penny kid. He's He's good. He is. I think he's going to be a legit running back for them. Um, and the Rams were able to close it out. And you got to say a lot for Goff, Gurley. Um, they looked really good in that game. And the Seahawks matched them. They matched up with them really well. The Seahawks are a tough team. Uh, come the playoff time, the Seahawks could be a team that uh, knocks off somebody that is supposed to be going all the way, like a Rams team. Um, probably not. Because it'll be, they'll be, they'll have to buy. I mean, looking at it right now, you would be shocked if it's not Rams Saints NFC Championship, right? Oh, a hundred percent. It almost has to be. It's I'm, almost done. I just can't even think of a team besides the Vikings. If maybe they got hot, I like the Bears a lot, but I don't think they're ready for prime time. It's just looking like it's going to be. Saints. It's got to be the Vikings. Saints. Rams. I mean, honestly, the Bears. The Bears are ahead of the Vikings in the standings right now. Correct. The Bears could do it. Uh, their defense is that good. Mac is back. I think it might take him, you know, a couple of weeks to get his, you know, mojo on. And, and once it's the uh, once it's the playoffs, I think you'll see Mac really go for it. Um, you said mojo. I did. I oh, did. some powers reference. Uh, listen, that word applies to a lot of things, not necessarily Austin Powers. It's is so that? funny. We start recording on we we have video back, and you go right back into your old ways. You're like Austin Powers comes back. <laughs> I just I can't help myself. You were able to help yourself for months. It's, it's Josh. Months. Josh is here. You know. <sighs> <clears throat> anyway, the Vikings have a chance. The Vikings are in there. Um, moving on. Uh, Packers took care of the Dolphins. Don't have to talk about that. Uh, the Cowboys beat the Eagles. Ezekiel Elliott had a resurgent game. He had some game, and the Eagles, that Super Bowl hangover is looking like they're not going to get over it. I mean, despite adding talent, and, uh, you know, they don't look good. They look a little bit broken right now. Well, they've the injuries, again, have, have really hurt them, but uh, the situation is this time, it doesn't seem like this team has the willpower or or the depth to get over those injuries. I mean, they had the same injuries last year. It's just this year it seems like they really can't get it going. The offense just can't get it going. There's, I mean, what 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 is the NFC East right now? It is wide open, I believe. The uh, Redskins, Redskins are, are six, six and three. three. Cowboys are five and five. Eagles are four and six. No, the Cowboys are four and five. The Eagles are four and five. Okay. So, honestly. The Redskins are going to win that division, which is crazy. Redskins still have to play Philly twice. Philly's got to win. So maybe I mean, both of those games. Probably. Um, I wouldn't bet on that happening. And Jason Garrett could. I mean, just it's like it's like end of the season garbage time wins. It's like, hey, but in the NFC, <laughs> listen, the Giants could win out and still win that division. Yeah, Odell nice. Beckham uh, said that this week. I mean, he's a team first guy. He is. Always has been. 
so that brings us to the Monday night game this week, which was the Giants 49ers, which was a great game. That was uh, Eli Manning's 36 come from behind win in his career, just right. so you know. 15-year career, 36, so just over two, uh, fourth, it not come from behind. Sorry, fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, last uh uh, final drive yes. to win the game. He's also had two of those in the Super Bowl against uh, AJ's team, the Patriots. Right. Get our shots in at AJ. Yeah. <laughs> and also, speaking of AJ, um, I was down. We played each other in fantasy this week. People love to hear about fantasy <laughs> uh, wins. Uh, I was down going into that game. He had the kicker for the uh, 49ers, and I had Sterling Shepard. He had Gould. I had Sterling Shepard. Up until literally the last play when Sterling Shepard caught that touchdown, I won the game. I won the week by three points because of that touchdown. It was incredible. I did a little dance right over there. <laughs> Too bad the camera wasn't on for that. I know. We would have got a lot of views for that. I don't think so. I don't think so. It was a dance of pure joy, and as a result... Is it possible, Josh, for you to keep this camera on all, all week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a nanny cam <laughs> in my apartment? That would be fun. While, while my girlfriend is out of the country, just... <laughs> See the weird stuff I'm up to in that this place? That would be great. I think that would go well, over well. Honestly, it would be boring. I literally sit in that chair and watch that TV. Yeah. You, I don't think mine would be boring. I think it would just be like... Gross. Gross. <laughs> Not gross. More like you'd be like, wow, that kid has, has issues. Why is he talking to himself again? <laughs> just like standing, like touching your face, talking to yourself. <laughs> You're okay, buddy. Everything's going to be fine. Rubbing your hands together. <laughs> We're going to find our way out of this. So cold. <laughs> um, all right. So that was the week. It was a, it was a decent week. Um, wasn't great. I mean, I had a, it was a great week, I think. I mean, any, all these weeks where we're not getting killed, always good. Honestly, we had good, we had good picks. Yeah. How's uh, Jace doing? Did he email us? He did. Do you want to go, you want to do the Jace yeah, email? I feel like you always forget about him and, I don't forget about you, Jace. Honestly, and I just want to know what the weather like is in San Diego. Maybe uh, you could put me up for a week. Um, <laughs> uh, so Jace sort of hits on a lot of the things that I was going to get into, um, starting with college basketball. First of all, uh, Jace and I are big, big Syracuse basketball fans. Bunch of uh, I'm going to uh, watch Syracuse play UConn at MSG tomorrow night, and that's then- a loss. The following night, I'm going to see them again. Who are they going to play if they lose? It's a it's a tournament. So, okay. And if they lose, uh, it's a real bummer for me because then I got to go watch like the teams I don't want to see play at 7:30. But uh, and then on Saturday, I'm going to see Syracuse football play Notre Dame. Notre Dame is going to kill them. You're very anti-Syracuse. I'm not very anti-Syracuse. I'm a Notre Dame fan. So are you? Yeah. Since when? I mean, they've always I've never heard team. you say that. Well, I don't talk about it a lot because... It's a know, secret? It's a secret. It's a college football secret. I'm not big on college football, but I like Notre Dame. Why is that? Because I do. No reason? But they were on NBC as I was growing up. Oh, you love NBC. No, I've heard you talk about that before. Yeah. Big Peacock fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's always... He's all, I'm Honestly, every time I see video, I was like, how's your weekend? He was like, I spent the whole weekend watching the cock. <laughs> Uh, I'll just say, the Fighting Irish, always liked them. Lou Holtz. Even as an Italian. <laughs> Fox, Fox News' own Lou Holtz. Can I tell a quick story about Lou Holtz? <laughs> yes. Uh, my good friend, uh, 
I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> he might be upset. But my good friend, when he was a, a young child, he was like eight years old, spent the night at his buddy's house, right? Saturday oh, morning. getting dark. Saturday morning, he gets up, and his buddy's dad is sitting on the couch watching Notre Dame. Okay. It's like it's noon. He's drinking a beer, and my buddy's like, huh, this guy's like drinking during the day. That's weird. Which is not weird. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a few beers during the day at the Syracuse football game on Saturday. Um, all of a sudden, he's like swearing. Like they're in the other room. He's like screaming and yelling at the TV. So the dad yells, Timmy, my buddy's friend, come in here, come in here. And he comes in there and he was like, Timmy, I'm buying you a new Notre Dame hat. <laughs> Timmy's like blown away. He's like, oh, great. Thanks, dad. And he goes, because I'm going to take the old one, <laughs> shit in it, and mail it to Lou Holtz. <laughs> Imagine being seven and trying to puzzle out what the hell that means. <laughs> I mean, at least he was getting a new hat. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the, <laughs> the visual. He was very disappointed with the game plan that week. <laughs> Did he? I wonder if he really sent that I, hat to... I, for the love of God, I hope not. But that... <laughs> I mean, he told me that story when we were in college, and I still think of it and laugh out loud. Um, right, we were going to talk about Jace's email <laughs> on a bit of a tangent. Uh, Have you ever, like, shit and left it on someone's, like, no. driveway? No. No. Ah, you haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, Jace says, because I'm, I'm going to all these Syracuse games with a couple of our couple of our friends can't believe i'm missing the big week of q sports and the big epo and the big apple uh gotta pay those bills though he goes into college basketball he says duke is ridiculous but let's see what happens tournament time it's stupid though i'd be embarrassed if i was coach k anyone can have five nba players on a college roster and win the whole thing i think it makes his legacy look cheap at the end oh god he's always been a petty guy good front runner pick Vinny. he says sarcastically and then he says gross and I got to say, listen, it's really hard to win, as Calipari, as Calipari and Kentucky have shown, with uh, five You guys make picks. it like Bayheim is a fucking saint. You don't think he would do the same thing if he could? No. No one wants to go play for him because he's a loser. Well, that's not true. And guess what? It's pro been proven because Camelo Anthony's the biggest loser in the NBA. I mean, that's not true either. We're going to talk about that. No, no, no. Let's talk about it. He's the biggest punk loser in the NBA. No, come on. Yes, he is. Listen, he made some choices that were business no, over he's team. An, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Another team is going to drop him because he's a cancer. That's a, that's right. your boy. That's Jimmy Beheim's boy. Well, listen, he gave, he gave Syracuse a national championship. Coach K did what he had to do. A few years ago when he started seeing all these guys take these one-and-done kids – he said, you know what? I'm going to get into this game. I'm going to do it right, and I'm going to start winning. And guess what? He has done that right. Good yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily turn into a championship. It's so going. It certainly didn't last year. It may. Duke is One out of every five years. I think the model is uh, a team that just got pounded by Michigan, but the model is the Villanova team, which they do have one or two guys on the team that are going to be lottery picks, but they also have senior leadership at the guard position, especially point guard. And that has turned into multiple championships in a very short amount of time true. for them. Duke is going to win it all this year, but honestly, I don't. I don't know if that's true. Oh, it is true. I don't know if that's true. It's I, true. If you if you have great success at the beginning of the season, and I I would look at Michigan State last year, great success at the beginning of the season, 
Uh, it did not turn it because yeah, when so something, this team doesn't have the talent that when, this Duke team has. When something goes wrong, three of these top of, of Duke's players are going to land in the top five of the draft. And I would say that Zion Williamson is probably the best player to come out of college in a in a while. He, in a while, it's probably he, since Anthony Davis. Probably since Anthony Davis. He looks complete. I mean, he looks. He's a massive guy. He brings the ball up. He passes. He can shoot. He can drive. He's the full package. He is. It's like, agree more. It's like LeBron James. And Coach K is the full package, and Duke will win the title this Coach year. Coach K is not the full package when he's facing diversity. He has a little bit of an entitlement when uh, he's, no. when this he's is down. Your, this is, no, when he's nuts. down. No, I'm, I am 100%. And I you're saw nuts. it last season. You're nuts. I saw it last season. He takes it out. If they're down, he takes it out on the players. He doesn't empower them. I would say that, the, you know. Jim you, Beheim's empowering you say that, his You players? say Jim Beheim, like I said, I would say that Jay Wright is the example. Jim Beheim's won one championship in, in his entire career. Obviously, that is not the ideal yeah. career to what, have. What a bummer. That is, the, that is the team that I will always follow. I did not choose them. They are my team. I well, chose I, them. I chose Duke. Yeah. And Duke is going to win it all this year. You, you chose, I mean, it's crazy to me. You chose a team that because they win championships, not because you have a personal connection to them. I just feel like it's I, gross. I like Duke. I'm sorry. It's gross. I mean, it's got to be really hard being a Giants fan. It's not hard. To then, so then the you're Giants like, have you know, the I'll Giants have won this. more Super Bowls in the last twenty years than the, than the Dolphins. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. In the last thirty, because I picked the I, my teams are teams because of a, a reason. There's a reason behind it. When I was a child, my reason on Duke is they're in the ACC. Yeah, they ruin your world. They don't ruin my world. Yeah, they do. Syracuse beats them almost every year. Oh, one yeah. out of two games beats them almost every year. You don't like Duke, so I was like, I'm going to be a Duke fan. It's absolutely true. All right, fine. Moving on. Uh, Is Sean McDermott a good coach? He's the coach of the Bills. Uh, He's probably... I think he's a decent coach. He's probably the least known coach in the NFL. I think he's a decent coach. Uh, He's made some horrible choices. I thought the Peterman thing last year was fireable. Clearly, that was a terrible choice. Clearly, Peterman did did not have any business in the NFL. However, he still made the playoffs for the Bills for the first time in 21 years. Absolutely. I mean, he was terrible. He was. Um, anyway, to, Jace goes on. He lucked out uh, He lucked out last season and coached a great game to almost beat the Jags. Now he does the same type of things, but still seems to be able to get the team, especially the defense, to play hard each week. Uh, honestly, I don't think we know if he's a good coach. He inherited a team that was flawed. There's no one to play at quarterback. Even if he got Allen back... He's still not going to win games with him for a while. Uh, it's, he's in a tough spot. We, we Honestly, we may never know if McDermott's a good coach or not, a good head coach. He may not have the time to develop the team that he needs. He inherited scorched earth, and he's going to have a really hard time building in Buffalo. Okay, Le'Veon Bell, which is something that I want to talk about. Jay says, I'm in for him sitting out the whole year. Wish he just said that to begin with versus the back and forth. But he's right for standing up to the system. DeMarco Murray is all the proof he needs. But there's also Earl Thomas to confirm it. He was willing to give up $14 million to not risk getting hurt and missing out on maybe twice that or more. He is missing out on, on maybe twice that or more. He'll get $30 million. He's talking about Le'Veon for sure. Probably closer to $40 million. Probably is closer to $40 million, And his guaranteed money that he's asking for is very high. Um, I actually think the Browns will be the landing spot. Jace believes in the Browns. Everyone says Jets, but the Browns will have the money, motivation to get the, that tool for Baker and also will know 
he'll be extra motivated to stick it to the Steelers twice a year. I mean, that's interesting, but uh, you know, Nick, the rise of, of the very inexpensive Nick Chubb means that they probably don't need to spend forty million on. Yeah, and I think Bell, in the end, his his main goal isn't going to be to stick it to the Steelers. His main goal is going to be to make as much money as possible. That, and I think he also wants to win. I think he's going to look at going to a team that's going to give him a winning season. Okay, see, I, I actually, I'm not sure how much he cares about winning, which is, I'm perfectly, obviously, he's a competitor. He's going to want to win, but he's going to take the most money out there. He is, and, and which he should. Which he should. I agree with that 100%. And he's going to try to maximize his guaranteed money. But that being said, there is still going to be a lot of money on the table uh, with incentives. And he's going to want to make that money too. And that money is going to be about having success, which he's going to have to have a decent team to be able to run. He's going to have to have a decent quarterback in place to be able to uh, catch passes, all of these things. And he wants to win because he gets even more incentives if he wins. Especially if he wins like an MVP award, which he absolutely could uh, win MVP. Um, his usage rate is through the roof. He has been literally uh, a trailblazer in his position throughout his career. Um, he very well could have success. He very well could have that level of success, MVP caliber. Um Jace goes on, good for him, though. You won't easily see the ramifications of him exploiting this loophole, but they will be there in the future. Teams will get ahead of it. Teams will, but teams will get ahead of it and start giving the money or trading the players sooner to avoid this embarrassment all year. I mean, it's not really good for the Steelers, too. They, they, they're going to have an extra $14.5 million next year. So it absolutely. didn't really hurt the Steelers. They found out they have a decent running back. You know. The the thing with this is, as far as the player and the, the criticism for, for Le'Veon Bell, uh, I think that Bell, the, the, the way the system works is Bell is in the locker room with his teammates where uh, the culture is about commitment to the team, the well-being of the team. Uh, in the GM's office, uh, the culture is about the bottom line and the franchise. Yes. And what, Le'Ve- what Le'Veon Bell has done unpopularly has made uh, a franchise of Le'Veon Bell and said, listen, if I want to have success myself, business-wise, as, you know, in my career, I need to look out for myself. And having that one more season with a franchise tag where if he got hurt, he would have been left out in the cold with no guaranteed money uh, after this season, he, he made the best business decision he could have made. Um, I think... He did the right thing. I think that uh, he should get whatever he deserves, which is probably just under what Gurley got uh, next season, just because he sat out this year. Um, and I think he's going to have success. And, uh, you know, I honestly, I hope he doesn't go to the Jets. I hope he goes up to a team with an established coach. Like Bill O'Brien. Maybe. Maybe. But Bill O'Brien sucks. <laughs> Um, back to from Jace? back to Jace's email. This is a long one. Uh, Jace says, "I like this actually. I think the entire NFL sports world has forgotten who Philip Rivers is. He's Tony Romo, fool's gold. Always comes up short in the big game. They can be great all year. He'll blow it in the playoffs. Everyone keeps saying, look out for the Chargers, except the other teams in the AFC. They would gladly play them in the playoffs. I always." Am shocked uh, every single year. I disagree with, with Jace. Every there. every single Fool's year. Fool's gold. Listen, Rivers has had some really tough teams to play with. He's always played well. He's not. He is better than Tony Romo. 
I think he's well. I think it's going to be. I think he's going to have his uh, legacy is going to be not as well known as Tony Romo's. I think honestly, his his career is. You know, he has folded in big games many times, uh, and every single year, everybody says, "Look out for the Chargers!" Literally every single year, look out for the Chargers. He puts up phenomenal numbers. He does every year of his career. He's always a good fantasy quarterback he does the the right things he does not win in the playoffs he does not put his team in a position to win playoffs. i disagree playoff with you guys game. here he's he's run into some really tough teams in his career uh obviously the patriots a few times where he couldn't get by them he's had a good career i don't think he's fool's gold i don't think he's really come up short in a lot of games i just think sometimes he hasn't had the talent do you think the chargers will win one game in the playoffs i do yes i do I think they will make it at least to the divisional round. Mm. I don't think so. We'll see about that, but I think we. I think they will. What's the deal with Bosa? Is he back this week? Uh, it might be next week, but I'm not sure. It seems like they keep pushing it out. But listen, Chargers playing good. I don't. Let's not shit on on Rivers. Rivers has been a really no, good quarterback for a long time. Let's just shit on Jim Beheim for no reason and then we'll shit on Carmelo Anthony for every reason. Carmelo Anthony for every reason. Weren't you standing up for Carmelo Anthony the other night? No. When we were talking in the bar? No. no. Oh no. I shat on him. Okay. Jace goes on to say uh, this is the end. What do we think of Otani as the rookie of the year? I mean Torres missed some time and slumped. Uh, I'm not sure Andahar deserved it from a defensive perspective. I'm okay with Otani. Pretty remarkable what he's capable of. I think Torres may end up being the single best of all in the in the long run from the AL side. Acuna and Soto in the NL side are pretty damn impressive. Um, I have to say, I wish Andujar would have won. I completely get it. I get it that Otani won. Otani should have won. It, it makes right perfect choice. sense to me. I mean... Andujar and Torres probably canceled each other out a little. Yeah. And Otani. Well, Andujar was better. Andujar was better this year. Uh, you know, th- if he hadn't ha- struggled on defense, I think he would probably would have won it. Uh, Otani was out with injuries, and Otani played DH. Yeah. So he didn't play defense. But that being said, his pitching numbers were lights out. Through the roof and his hitting numbers. His I hitting numbers was, were I thought were on great. both sides it was great. Uh, Cy Young the today, Jacob DeGrom won like he should have. Which is amazing. Yes. Uh, very happy for Jacob DeGrom. He deserved it. And Snell. Snell deserved it as well. Yep, I agree. Hey, uh, and anything else on Jay Sousa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a plug, but I'll save it for the end. Okay, uh, there was no thank you from him? No. Nothing about me saying that he looked good as uh, his Halloween costume? Nothing? No. Oh, okay. Nope. Okay. Nothing like that. You okay? Yeah, fine. You seem a little stressed out. <laughs> is is no nut November getting to you, Vinny? <laughs> no. Are you sure? I'm fine. Um, all right. We talked about Le'Veon. Let's talk about Carmelo Anthony a little bit. I just want to go through a couple of uh, Carmelo's NBA achievements. Go through them. I mean, we don't have to spend a ton of time on this. No, no, please. Let's just spend a couple of, let's just spend a minute on this. And and I all I want to say is uh, Carmelo Anthony went with the money. He went to the Knicks for the money, and when when he got to the Knicks, he basically was a one man team, and he did not care about anything other than his own statistics. And the reality is, there was no way they were going to win. And 
he did what you know he thought he was doing. He was you know he was making biz- he was making business decisions and not decisions for the team. Carmelo, one can I just say this? Yeah, go ahead. In 2010, when the Knicks could have waited for Carmelo, when they had a great team, they had Amari, they had Wilson Chandler, mm-hmm. they had Danilo Gennario, uh, Raymond Felton. I'm missing a couple others. Carmelo wouldn't wait till free agency. He needed that extra money, so right. the Knicks had to trade all of that, the draft picks, the players to get him. Yeah. Then he ruined D'Antoni's system. He ruined Amari. Correct. Yeah, well, he, he ruins D'Antoni's system because he wouldn't pass. Exactly. He kicks D'Antoni out. Yep. Brings in, at the top, who came in? Woodson? I don't even, at this point, I don't even know who came in for the Knicks. When he's a free agent again, after Phil Jackson comes in, he has a chance to sign with a Bulls team that is ready to win. Right. Ready to win. What does he do? No. He takes the money again. And then what does he do? He complains about the Knicks for three more years. He fights with Przingis. He fights with Phil Jackson. Yep. Then he goes to the Nuggets. Uh, not the Nuggets. Sorry, the Thunder. The Thunder. And then again, he can't. Well, he went to, where, what did he do? Oh, the Thunder. Thunder. Then we it, traded then, the, traded then Atlanta Thunder. for a day. Yes. And with the Thunder again, he can't get into his system. Oh, I don't know how to do this, that. I can't play with these guys. Iso ball. They put him on the bench. He cries. He gets traded to the fa- to the Hawks. They buy him out. He goes to the Rockets, the knowing that the Rockets already had a good team in play. Right. Three week, two weeks into it, he's already asking about what his position is. The guy's been shooting one for ten, three for ten. He is a basketball cancer. Any team he's on, drops. It's a guaranteed fact. I agree. I think that uh, he got when he went to the Knicks. He got in a bad headspace, and he's never going to get out of it. He and just thinks he's better than what he really is. Carmelo Anthony's well, not on the level of LeBron James. No, he's not. He's a level below. He's he, not even on the level of a Chris Paul, who I think is a level two below LeBron. Carmelo uh, Anthony is a great scorer. Cr- That's cr- all he was. He could never lead a team. He was never going to lead a team. I think he could. I think he did when he was on the Nuggets. I think he did have some leadership there, even at, when he was young. When they had playoff runs, he, he, was, he was a good teammate. He was a good player. He made the wrong choices, and I think part of that was the fact that he was playing with uh, the second-best player, you know, arguably at the time ever, with LeBron James. I think he wasn't getting what he thought the credit he deserved was. Uh, and I think well, that, that's too bad. He was never going to get LeBron James credit. I agree. I think he struggled with that. I think he's had ego problems. I think that uh, his my, NBA career was. My thing is, where does he go wasted. from here? Who's, he, where he is he going to go career. from here? Honestly, where does he think he? I'm with go? Tracy McGrady. I think he should retire. He should because guess what? There's no NBA team that could give the, him what he wants, which is he still wants to play. He somehow thinks he wants he, to start. He wants to play isolation he ball. He wants the to hold game. that ball the whole game. Yep. And guess what, Camelo? You're not good enough. I agree. He's not ever going to be get, good listen, enough. And I get Listen, I have a chip on my shoulder Again. with Carmelo. I had to watch him for seven years with the Knicks. Painful. Painful. Guess what? I watch the Knicks now. Yes, the Knicks are still not good. At least they're fun to watch. At least these guys are th- passing the, the ball. The most fun to watch in forever. Watching Carmelo Anthony on a bad in Knicks forever. team was just demoralizing. He would just hold the ball, take a terrible shot, have that look on his face. Even when they won, it was painful to watch. Even when they yeah. won, it was painful to watch. I just, I, I hate him. I hate him. And they they rarely won. Yes. That said, he's the only player in NBA history to score 50 points with no points in the paint. He's the only player in NBA history to record at least 60 points and zero 62 points and zero turnovers in a game. He's the only player in NBA history to score 62 plus points in Madison Square Garden. 
Um, he's the only NBA player in history to record 42 points, 17 rebounds, six assists in a playoff game. Um, this is a telling statistic. He's one of two players in NBA history to record 62, point, two point, 62 points and zero assists in a game. That's a telling statistic. That is. Zero assists, 62 points. Kobe did the same thing with success. LeBron. Uh, LeBron. Carmelo is not Kobe. Carmelo was ne- He could have been. He could have been Kobe. He was a prolific scorer. He could have been as good. He had more size. Uh, he could have done anything. Instead, uh, he picked the money, he went to a bad team, and then he complained about being on a bad team. That was the mistake he made. One of two players in NBA history to have 40 points in a game as a teenager. Um, One of three players in NBA history to score 60 points in Madison Square Garden. Bernard King and Kobe Bryant are the other two. One of three players in NBA history to score 40 points while having at least 60% field goal percentage in three consecutive games with Michael Jordan and Bernard King. Listen, the numbers... The, the things he did are good, but they're all, like I said, singular scoring achievements. Yes. And that's, that's the story. I'm sure he'll wind up in China. Honestly, I don't think La... I said this to you the other night. I don't think Lala's going to China. I think that he's going to... Lala will go to China for $50 million. I don't think so. I think she will. I don't think so. Is there a team in Hong Kong? I'm, there's probably multiple teams in Hong that's Kong. That's what I'm saying. She'll be there. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's going to, honestly, I think the more likely scenario is the Carmelo Business Enterprise that is based in Brooklyn. Um, Great. Just starts blowing up and maybe eventually loses a fortune. Um, How much time are we at, Josh? 45. 45. We've done so much. Uh, Let's do... Let's do the Week 11 picks. Okay. Are you ready? I am. Um, actually, before we do the Week 11 picks, just two quick special props this week, current events. Um, will Alec Baldwin be arrested in 2019? No. No is plus 100. Yes is negative 140. How can no be plus 100? It's just even then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's even. But yes is negative 140. Negative 140. I don't know. That's just weird that they put it that way. It is weird. Plus, usually it would be plus 110. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Alex's not going to get... He's not going to get arrested. I mean, he's sh- he's shown such restraint. <laughs> I Honestly, that guy's... He's got a dark side. Oh, 100%. I can't wait for like 20, 2020 or not 2021. Maybe we could have like a, a Alec Baldwin-Donald Trump match. You know, once Trump's out of office... Alex still has a couple of good years left in him. What do you mean match? Like boxing match? Yeah. How much, how great would that be? Like that Donald was like, Trump's 72? So? Uh, Tanya Harding fought a few years ago. Who'd she fight? She was like 30-something. Okay. 72 is too old to be boxing. I thought I saw someone else old box. I Remember when Horshack from Welcome Back Cotter fought... Maybe we could do a celebrity death match. Celebrity death match should come back. The claymation one. Yeah, I used I to love that. that. I, it just seemed like I. There were a couple episodes that I thought were like one season I thought was entertaining and funny, and it just like turned into like there's not a lot of creative space there. It's hard to maintain the interest. I don't know. I found it funny, yeah. but I was young. Uh, the only other prop 
this week, current events, um, Jim Acosta, the CNN White House reporter, who uh, put, <laughs> according to the doctored video, <laughs> put his hand on the, I'm not sure who she was, the aide, the whatever. Jim Acosta gets his press pa- pass back before 2019. Yes, plus 160, no, negative 200. He's not getting it back. It's crazy. He didn't do anything. Yeah, but you know he's not going to get it back. He should get it back. But he's not going to. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know what? I might I might I might bet yes on that. <sighs> anyway, I thought that would be a fun little aside and it turned into be <laughs> being kind of depressing. Hmm. Like, now I feel bad for Alec Baldwin and uh I guess democracy. Uh, we lost democracy a long time ago. All I've right. been watching the Vietnam spe- documentary. It was lost years ago. Yeah, you were talking about that last night. I was. I I started watching it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch something a little bit sunnier right now. Are we sunny in Philadelphia? No. I think I went with uh, Cheers. Cheers. Cheers is great. The best uh, sitcom of all time. I love Cheers. Uh, NFL Week 11, Thursday night game, is a good game. Yes. Packers-Seahawks in Seattle. I would take the Seahawks. Seahawks are favored by two and a half. Take it. Take it with the points. That is a good spread. The Packers have a history of not being able to get it done in uh, Seattle. And the this, this Seattle defense looked really good last week. Uh, I think you're going to I think you're gonna see a few hits on Aaron Rodgers. And honestly, uh, you might be concerned about Aaron Rodgers' health after this game because the line has not done a good job, and nobody's really capitalized on it. The Seahawks could be the team um, that... Uh, Maybe a flag will get thrown, but Aaron Rodgers may get hurt because they're not getting it done in Green Bay. Uh, Carolina, Detroit. In Detroit, Carolina favored by four and a half. Uh, I'm going to stay away from this game. If I had to take it, I would take uh, Detroit. Yeah. Stay away. The over is 51. Yeah, I don't I don't like that game at all. Ooh. I'd take the under there. Uh, Cowboys-Falcons. Falcons three and a half in Atlanta. You know where I'm going with this, Atlanta. I would take uh, take it on the money line. You always stick with Atlanta. I do. Honestly, I think that the Cowboys win last week. A little bit of a blip, and you know, I, I don't think uh, I, I just don't see them being consistently good at any point with Jason Garrett. Um, it makes a lot of sense that they would lose this game on the road. Uh, Vikings-Bears in Chicago. Bears are favored by two over the Vikings. I would uh, take Minnesota. Me too. Me too. Trubisky's played well. Look for him to have, I would say, at least two picks in this game. Well, see, I wasn't looking at it that way. I just think the Vikings are going to come out after the bye, a little uh, ready to go and uh, take care of business. Cook's been good. Uh, Adam Thielen will play well. Thielen's good. Diggs is back from his injury. A uh, lot of weapons from Minnesota if they can take advantage of them. They even have a good backup running back in Latavius Murray. They do. He's been really strong um, in Cook's absence. Eagles Saints in New Orleans. New Orleans favored by nine and a half. The over is 56 and a half in this game. Uh, nine and a half? I'm taking the Eagles. Really? Yes. 
Really? Yeah. Saints at home in the Dome. I think the Eagles will keep it close. Hmm. Nine and a half is a little too much. I'm going to take the Eagles. Hmm. We might have to come back to that one. Okay. Titans-Colts in Indianapolis. Colts by one and a half. I am taking... I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to take the Colts as well. Texans-Redskins in Washington. Uh, Texans. Texans are favored by three and a half. Texans. I think they're due for a loss. Okay. Texans. Uh, over on that one is 42 and a half. Seems a little low. Uh, Buccaneers, Giants in New York. Giants are favored by one and a half. Giants. I'm going Buccaneers in that one. Fitzmagic is You're back. Wrong. Giants are going to go on a little bit of a run, yeah. I don't think so. Chargers, Broncos. In Los Angeles, Chargers are favored by seven. The over is 46 and a half. Uh, I don't know if the Chargers will cover, but they will win that game. I agree. They will win that game. We might see uh, Coach Vance for the Denver Broncos get fired after this week. Um, Raiders, Cardinals, honestly. Cardinals. Just, just a gross game. Just a gross game. We, we should... I mean, I don't. I guess we should figure out a way to bet against Oakland the rest of the way out. I wonder what their final record. If we could bet on their final record of the season, I bet you Oakland will wind up two and fourteen. I don't think they're going to get it. I mean, they'll get what we would. I don't think they will. Maybe, maybe. I don't know what their schedule is like, because who cares. They're just going to keep throwing these games. Um, another good game. Steelers, Jaguars. Steelers. Steelers. Uh, in Jacksonville. Steelers have revenge on the mind. The Jaguars beat them twice last year really bad. And I have a feeling the Steelers, they're gonna, they have that in the back of their head. The Steelers are going to uh, put a beating on them. I like the Steelers minus the six. I might even like the over. I think the Steelers are really going to put one on them. I think this is going to be a really bad Blake game. Uh, this is my pick of the week. Is the Steelers with the points? Yes. The Steelers are going to remember that they lost twice to Jacksonville last year, both times by more than 20. I think this is a statement game for the Steelers. It they're should gonna be. Put, they're going to put the Jaguar season Away. to the curb. Yeah. Um, I have to say that I think that that's the most likely scenario. I don't see anything else happening. No. Um, and there's not a, a lot of games I like this week. I really like that game. I think the the player to watch in that game is Juju Smith-Schuster. I think that... I like that. And I think, I got to be honest, I think I know Connor's had a great year so far. Yeah. But I think now knowing Bell's not going to come back, that he might really even put up a bigger statement game. Honestly, it's possible. I think that they're going to try to do one thing, uh, Jacksonville, and that stop the run against Pittsburgh because that's what Pittsburgh does. That's how they, they control the clock. They put teams away by controlling the, the ball on the ground. Yeah. Um, I think that they're going to uh, tamp that down. I think they're going to double cover Antonio Brown. I think Juju's going to have a day. That's my prediction. Um, Chiefs, Rams, the game of the season so far. This could be... A phenomenal game. It's going to be a phenomenal game. Uh, it's in L.A. The Rams are favored by three and a half. I would take uh, the Rams. The to over win. 
is 63 and a half. The biggest under over since 1986. Major. You're going to take the Rams? I'm going to take the Rams. I would stay away from that under over. I just, a lot of those times when it becomes the biggest under over of all time, the game does go under. Of course. People are going to bet that. I could see that game going up to 65 by the end of the week. Because people are betting the over? Yeah, people are going to go crazy over that over. I think that Kansas City on the road in L.A., L.A.'s had a bunch of close calls. I think Kansas City with the more experienced coach and Andy Reid is going to win this game. So we disagree on that. We disagree on that. Okay. So much talent on both teams. I think it's going to come down to the game plan. I think Andy Reid's going to be a step ahead of Sean McVay this week. Uh, I know. I think the Rams know they need to keep pace with the Saints, and they're going to take care of business here. And they're going to be really happy that this game is at home. A lot of those tickets are going to go to people who have had some rough weeks. Uh, yeah. You know, in that area, I think it's uh, the Rams are going to take care of business there. Well, we shall see. What, uh, what game are you going to take? Since I beat you last week. You did beat me last week, but I beat you... Actually, what is it? How many bets have we made? I think I beat you twice in a row before that. Uh, you want to do... What do we say? We said Texans, Redskins... Or wait, no. I don't want that. That's gross. What do we say? Uh, Eagles, Saints. Eagles, Saints. You think that the spread's not going to be there? Oh, Giants, Buccaneers. I'm not going to do that to you. You could do that. I don't care. Nah, I don't want to do that to you. Let's just do it. Let's just do Chiefs-Rams. Chiefs-Rams? I'm taking the Chiefs with the points. Nah, I don't know about that. Put it down to three? No. Then I'm not taking that one. What? I'm not taking that one. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that Rams game to three. So if you want if you want to do that, if you want to buy it to three, then you've got to give me, let's say, uh, 140. If, no, if be, the Rams win, it would, it would be, be 120. 120. I'm going to say 140 because we just talked about it. You very confidently said, no, no it's going to be the Rams. I'm not taking it. No. I, I, don't, I don't understand you. You Honestly, it's like take, it's so fine. funny. It's I'll like, take the Giants. I'll you take go, the Giants. You go off and you say something with such confidence. You're like, no, this is it. When it comes down to a 20 fucking dollar difference, you're like, we don't want to. No. We don't want to. I'll take the Giants then. You like the Bucks? I'll take the Giants. All right, I'll take the bucks. There we go. I'm getting the point and a half, though. You get, you could have that point and a half. You could have two. I'll take, I'll take the half a point for free because you're being I'll, a, I'll give you fucking little bitch. I'll give you, I'll give you to you. All right, bucks plus two. Bucks plus two. Ugh, it's better not wreck my afternoon on <laughs> Sunday. Um, okay, quick note before we end. Jace asked me to uh, make a quick statement. Um, the bar in his hometown uh, of Boonville, New York. It's a real place. Oh, I thought I was hoping a place in San Diego was looking for someone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they need a, uh, a chilly small gambling addict in San Diego. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the phenomenal bar in Boonville, New York, where I've been many a time, had a great time, uh, dozens of times in this place. It's called the Hulber House. Uh, went to the bank. It's going up for auction. Um, and there's a GoFundMe right now for We Need to Save the Halber House. 
Go to the GoFundMe page. Take a look at this place. It's the oldest building, I believe, in the town. It is a beautiful place, and uh, it's a shame that it could be turned into, you know, I don't know what. Is Jace, like, trying to take away the GoFundMe that I'm going to need in a few weeks for, for bar? For bar? Yeah. What do you mean? I'm saying he's going to use our our listeners on a GoFundMe for this place when there's a good chance I'll need one for in a couple weeks. Just for, like, a bar tab? <laughs> just or, for anything in general you want to put out <laughs> a gofundme for anything in general yeah anyway uh go to the page gofundme you need to save the halber house it's spelled h-u-l-b-e-r-t and house uh the normal way uh just google gofundme halber house check it out give some money it is a fantastic place and it should still exist for future generations of uh, college students to go home and get drunk in uh, as it was for me when I was a young I mean it wasn't home but it certainly was uh, there <laughs> anyway uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week um, Josh can't thank you enough for setting up the new AV uh, portion of the live stream and podcast um, Vinny, thank you for betting on the Giants. Um, anybody else? Jace, thank you for the uh, very well thought out and long email. Um, also, I do want to say great costume. And I don't need a shout out back. I just want to say great costume. I don't need any thank yous or anything. I just want to say you did a good job, buddy. Uh, and that's going to wrap it up and for another week. Go ahead. Hey, AJ, how's that uh, Boston uh, bet looking for you? Ooh. What do you think? Are they going to lose? Uh, how many more? That what are they? They're going to. Well, I'm let talking it? about first. I'm not. I don't want to throw on the Patriot bet yet, but I'm talking about the Celtics. He has that Celtic oh. warrior bet. I'll tell you what. Right now, uh, Toronto's favorite to win the uh, Atlantic, right? Yes. Uh, and they're tied in second place. Uh, tied to come in second place, which is not a good look for them. They need to make some changes. What is going on with Brad? I don't know. Sort it out, Brad. They'll sort it out, but they're not going to make the finals. Um, all right. That is going to... Oh, also, uh, thank you to our uh, phenomenal sponsor, Draft.com. Folks, this Sunday, when you're watching football with your buddies, go online, uh, do a live snake draft. You will not regret it. It's so much fun. Pick up and play Nick Chubb. He's been killing it. Um, and that's going to do it for the 51st episode of If I Was a Betting Man! <laughs> <laughs>